Interesting. Cut in between something that looks exactly like. Interesting. So it's like there's like those deep layers of So that. do you think Jordan Peele might have been open to like the tethered and the untethered to join hands then? Like how Well that was the that was the thing that I that was another line in the movie that mm-hmm. I didn't we didn't talk about that I thought was very important too was when um Adelaide was talking to Red. Mm-hmm. I mean when Red was talking to Adelaide in the classroom, mm-hmm. she told her you could have just took me with you. You didn't uh, have to go and like I like we could have just went back up together, and uh, it, this could have been a whole different thing. But no, you okay. just choked me out, left me out to you know interesting to be down here so that you could climb up so and have my life scarcity mindset. Okay, yeah, so it's like now it's like fuck you. You could have just took wow. me, and I would have if you would have talked to me, I would have probably helped you. Wow, but interesting. Now, now it's like no, we gonna get ours. Like okay. how you got yours. So did that even that angle is like yeah you know, okay so it, it goes to a revolt when you think about how much how long of a grudge she's been holding this. Uh-huh. yeah <laughs> and I think either because it there are people in this life who have or there's a bitterness um, oh yeah yeah I, I I always look at that movie and be like would I have been that way and it's like yeah if I was stuck somewhere for Thirty years. Yeah, eating rabbits. Yeah, I, after a while, it's like fuck you. Being and forced. I can't, I can't yeah. wait to see you because <laughs> it's going to happen. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is interesting though. But I do think, I think that's that was the message. Yeah. Like it's a warning in yeah. a way. Yeah. You know. Because this is that's the it's the real world. Like yeah. this is like literally going like if I lived in Beverly Hills, mm-hmm. but. If somebody was doing exactly what I was doing, but mm-hmm. in Watts, mm-hmm. and then they just didn't, they weren't for whatever reason. Yeah, didn't I'm getting the money; they're getting the the rabbit. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and then they finally get to see like a person like me uh-huh. that they know knows that this exists. Because yeah. that's the thing that's messed up about the movie in general uh-huh. is this: a lot of people don't know that that exists. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it's like with Adelaide and Red, they mm-hmm. both know that both of these worlds exist. Yes. So now you're really fucked up because you just uh-huh. put me in this. You know that this exists. Mm-hmm. You letting everybody sit here and ride. Mm-hmm. You're not even coming back down to help like the people that you was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's where it makes you look like who's the good guy who's the bad guy. Interesting. You, so, you, yeah. you can't tell. So you know where um, Red first, Red and her family first meet in the uh, the living room with uh, um, with Adelaide and her family. Yeah. So Red was going on giving that speech, right? And she also says that like you weren't deserving of being here, you know. And it's our time to rule, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, there's probably more to it, but uh, I thought that was uh, probably pretty eye opening to what's going to be happening later on in the, in the movie. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and so with the uh, the others. Um, I don't know if the, um, let's say the tethered, right? Let's say red and her family wanted to get rid of, um, LA and her family. I don't know if that they want to do that because they weren't deserving to be living here and it was their, and it was a uh, red family's time and like their time to take over because you effed up society in, in, in with all this stuff like you were talking about mm. what was going on in society mm. and stuff. Um, and it was our time because we can do it better, you know? Yeah. We're more organized as you can see with like the whole thing, the hands holding across America and stuff. Mm. So um, I thought maybe that had something to do with it. I'm not yeah, sure. But no, that's, that's good. Well, it's it's interesting because they always talk about like America. I forgot. There's a quote where it says like America is a country of temporarily embarrassed millionaires. Mm-hmm. And that's why social change doesn't happen. Right. right. So the idea of getting more 
your people are willing to wait if they think they can get more. Yeah. And I think that is something personally with real estate and well, I don't know about real estate, but I just think certain things can't keep going the way they're going. Yeah. In this country. Yeah. No, at all. At all. Um, I mean, even down to real, real estate and like we have like our ups and downs with that mm-hmm. and it's hard. Like it's tough. Cause that's the one thing that mm-hmm. you should always just have. Mm-hmm. Cause it's just worth more than anything. Like having land is worth, more but than just having a place to stay. And that's worth, some, some guy had a theory that 300 years from now, they're going to look at real estate as a have a place to live as an investment. And the, all the heartbreak that goes with that, they're going to look at that. Like we used to drill in holes in people's heads to let the illness go out. Yeah. Like they're going to look at it. Like this was so crazy. I can't believe you guys did this. <laughs> yeah. Cause you know, just the way, just the way the structure is. Because personally, I think, well, it starts with baby boomers, and they kind of set up a society in a way, like you know, when like driver's licenses, right? Mm-hmm. And teenagers, they 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 keep adding on things. Oh, this this one driver messed up, so we need to add more things so teenage drivers don't mess up, right? Mm-hmm. You keep adding up things and adding up things. And I remember as a kid getting licenses, like. If you wanted to be self-made, if you didn't have any vouchers, any support, you would never get a driver's license. Yeah. Yeah. And if that's important for you to get from point A to point B, you're totally screwed. Yeah. And I feel like just slowly over in society, like you can't do what they did to be successful because they added so much stuff that they <laughs> yeah. never had to deal with. Right. You know, and I feel like it's getting to a point where no one can be successful doing like you can't do what Warren Buffett did. Right. There's no way, and it's not even oh, because it's a no. It's not a even a technology thing. It's a social factors. They changed the laws. He helped change the laws, mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Yeah, and I think that's what us is about. It's about we can no longer keep doing this, mm-hmm. and it's kind of a a horror film and a fantasy, kind of a you know a weird kind of a thing. Because there's no way, like you can't. So and everyone feels it. And that's Jordan Peele's version of what he think might happen. But everyone has, you know, a version of that. Yeah. Warren, you ready to meet your other self? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe run away from your other self with scissors, right? Yes, sure. Why not? Are you ready to meet your other self? Of course. Come on the ground. I got kids. I already met them. (laughs) (laughs) You can't get free from that, man. They're killing me. Wow. Uh, but I, love, I'm I'm gonna go out and say uh, I'm gonna go out on the limb and say that this is a, a masterpiece, man. It I think it's I think it's I the more I watch it, the more I appreciate it. I think it's great. Later on in the future, people appreciate it more. Yeah, that's that's where I'm putting it. It's it's like I said, it's so much layers to it. It, mm-hmm. it reminds me of The Shining. It's not mm-hmm. like I'm not saying in the sense of what it mm-hmm. what it's got to offer and what the message is mm-hmm. but what they put into it yes. and w- how much it's it's so layered that it's not we're not looking at this movie you shouldn't look at the shining mm-hmm. and take what you see surface level at yeah. all you shouldn't take that from this either yeah like there's way more than you could see. It is interesting because he was inspired. Uh, Jordan Peele was inspired by like a Twilight Zone episode. He said, and now he's in. Now he's in charge of it. I know. So <laughs> it, it's going to be interesting to see what he keeps, um, you know, coming up with. I think that's going to be interesting. Uh, Buck, how you feel? How you feel about this film? 
Honestly. Uh, yeah, yeah. So um, it, it was it was a good movie to watch. Um, listening to you guys talk about the movie, I probably understand it more. I mm. probably may, I'll probably probably rewatch it again just to see maybe what I missed. Mm. But I kind of got the idea is when you when you spend money in the theaters, right? You know, fifteen bucks. You know, to see. It, I mean, you might not be spending fifteen bucks because you might be spending more even for your wife, your girlfriend, your kids, right? So you're spending your money to watch this movie. Watching this movie once, you kind of don't understand it. You kind of get you're gonna get pissed off, right? You're like, why am I spending my money watching this movie? And you don't feel good at watching the movie because a lot of stuff doesn't get answered. You, yeah. It's one of those movies you have to rewatch again. From hearing what you guys were talking about, you yeah. probably have to rewatch it again. Yeah. So you understand it more. So it's not like a one time watch movie, right? You gotta rewatch it. Yeah. So people are gonna leave the theater feeling like, you oh, know, I, yeah. I got robbed of my money, right? In mm-hmm. my time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, left, I saw a lot I of those comments. Yeah, I left this but, one. Yeah, and so uh uh and they, they think they, they, I think they would feel differently if they rewatched it again mm-hmm. and feel better about their choices by watching this movie. They probably watch it again. So would I watch it again? I would probably. I would say I would. Yeah, I would watch it again. Nice. To see what I missed. Definitely. I, th- I think I've noticed things a lot more now. Yeah. Yeah. Sound a little tired, Warren? A little. A little. <laughs> I'm be more tired editing this, but um. So today we're going to talk about Eyes Wide Shut. Um, this will be part of the two-parter with us. Um, it's a movie I really enjoy. Stanley Kubrick's last film. Do we ever have to have our eyes closed when we watch this movie? Because it's called Eyes Wide Shut. I that sounded like it was, like watch it through our fingers, like little kids. The, did you watch this as a little kid, Buck? Uh, no, but I wish I did. <laughs> you wish you did. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of nudity. Uh, this movie kept me up uh, uh, last time watching. Oh, uh, okay. I'm, In I'm, what way? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, uh, over that yeah no no we can, yeah if you want to talk about it talk yeah about so it. uh yeah man growing up uh i uh, uh you know when we hit puberty and stuff you, you know you like you know naked women right <laughs> like, any, any form of nudity right yes. so uh, growing up i didn't really have the internet to go check it out uh-huh. and so uh movies was my way you know so uh watching ifc uh-huh. uh, back then it was uh they had no uh commercials uh-huh. all nudity right uh-huh. i wish this was one of the movies i saw man i tried to watch a rated r movie <laughs> You know, I try to watch the rated R movie. You know, it has to be, you know, how it shows what's in it, like sexual content. Or, or, or I was always trying to watch a movie like that growing up as a kid, man. I, oh, man, I like seeing boobies. I like I like seeing ass. You know what I'm saying? I oh, man. I, I, I so hear excited. you. I hear you. I just you. wish I would have saw this movie, man. <laughs> Fast forward to the good parts. I'm just glad that we don't have to review something that you like jacked off to a bunch of times. No, 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 not, not this, not this. <laughs> I was getting very aroused watching this movie last night. Though. <laughs> I mean, this is back before even Mr. Skin was around telling you, you know, yeah. oh. one time to fast forward to, to watch the nudity or what was yeah, going on. Yeah, well, oh man, this this is a long film, so uh, yeah. oh man, you'll be you'll be there for a while. Um, long enough for Nicole Kidman to enjoy it. Uh, yes. <laughs> By, by by your husband. <laughs> oh man! So, anyways, Eyes Wide Shut, directed by Stanley Kubrick. Um, again, his last film. Um, I think it was like released. Like he like died a day after he finished editing it. Yeah, I think it was like four days after he gave the cut. Right, four, four days after. Yeah. Okay, so and, I, and also I heard too that this was a screen. He did the screenplay, right? Yeah, it was inspired by a There's guy a, named Arthur uh, Snitz, Snitzier. Yeah, which was like living around in the 1800s. It was, it was a novel from the 1800s. Yeah, dream story. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a yeah novella called Dream Story, I believe. But it's it's interesting how what's a normal novel in the 1800s becomes filled with so many weird messages when you try to transform it to the modern day. Mm. 
And I don't know if Kubrick did that on purpose. Maybe he did. But I just find that to be a sort of an interesting thing. Yeah. Um, so Eyes Wide Shut um, tells a story. Tom Cruise plays a doctor. Dr. William. Dr. William. Um, <laughs> and you have his wife, which is Alice. Uh, uh, Nicole Kidman, which mm-hmm. plays Alice. So they're mm-hmm. like real life you know, husband and wife mm-hmm. playing you know, characters that yes. are husband and wife. Um, you have actor Sidney Pollack who plays a guy named Victor Ziegler that mm-hmm. earlier on in the movie you you, you come upon. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, you come upon uh, a character named Nick Nightingale played by Todd Field. Yes. Um, you've ever seen Criminal Minds? Tom, Thomas Gibson plays yes. Carl, which is Marion's boyfriend. You come yeah. across v- Vanessa Shaw who plays like a Carl girl and her name is Domino. And then you come across a young, very young Lily Sabisky, which comes mm-hmm. in like middle to the end of the movie. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I saw these. I was watching this movie, seeing Lily Sobieski, seeing Vanessa Shaw. Man, these were my crushes growing up, man. Yeah. Holy moly! <laughs> I was just, I was hoping Vanessa Shaw was gonna, you know, undress in this movie. Oh, oh man! Because you know, I saw Vanessa Shaw on Ladybugs. Yeah. Where uh, the early '90s movie where the mm-hmm. uh, the teenage boy dressed up like a girl to play on the soccer team. Yeah. It was like a Ronnie Dangerfield movie. Okay. And Sobieski, ever since I saw her in the glass house, man, even in high school, right? I mm-hmm. had this computer class. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, tell me about your future in the next handful of years, right? Mm-hmm. My future is being married to this chick, man. <laughs> like five years from now, I was going to be famous, whoever marry her and have some kids, right? <laughs> man, I was like, I was like deep over, I, I was, I was, I was in deep, man. I like Lily, you know? And I saw, just saw young her in here, man, getting all flirty with Tom Cruise. Yeah. Man, I, I got to watch this, you know? so anyways Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman they play a a married couple uh, a socialite couple looks like they're trying to rub uh, rub elbows and try to climb up the social ladder they attend uh, some sort of uh, high-end parties Mm -hmm. and at this party um, like Nicole Kidman talks with uh, a gentleman who goes like a a, Hungarian kind of connoisseur almost like a I don't know like a high-end I wouldn't say like a gigolo, but that kind of style where he kind of hits charmer. on women. A charmer, yeah. 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 And so one of the this kind of funny quotes that he says is, he says, uh, the gallery sculpture is upstairs. Would you like to see it? We won't be gone long. You know, he's hitting yeah. on it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, uh, uh, I'm like, damn, man. He's hitting on, like, like he's all sophisticated while hitting on her. He's not giving yeah. any hints, real hints, you know, yeah. but she knows what's going on. And so in this scene, well, the, ten- the, the yeah. tension is like uh, the tension between the two. Uh, but you know, she is Sander. charmed by her and stuff. Yeah, right Sander now. and uh, and Alice. Uh, you could you could tell that they they have this uh, sexual tension going on, and at the same time, I think that she caught this uh, wanting to go all the way type tension with him when because at the same time, uh, Tom Cruise's character Bill he is walking through this party with two fem- two younger females. Yes. Looking like the man, yeah, man. <laughs> like, like he's been hit on by these two beautiful women, yeah, right? Yes. And they say like, you want to go where the rainbow ends? Yeah. I mean, I'm like, hell yeah, with these two chicks, <laughs> I want to go where the rainbow ends. <laughs> man, these are fine bras, man. Like in the twenties. Yeah. Oh yes. man, like they make Nicole Kidman look ugly. I'm just. Saying. Oh my goodness. Mm, I don't disagree. You, you know what I'm saying? I don't, right? I don't. I don't. I wouldn't put it out that bluntly, but okay. I mean, it it would be fun. But, yeah, but you know, but you know, you you know how how much fun you got to <laughs> yeah, deal so, with your marriage, so though. Both you know these what I mean? Characters, you know, Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. Uh, so he plays William, she plays Alice. They're both getting hit on this party, mm-hmm. and they're kind of both refusing yes. the temptation, right? Yes, because you see, Alice, she's drinking heavily in this party. She's heavily drinking, mm-hmm. like she doesn't really want to be there. Yeah, and uh, 
And Tom, you know, he wants to. He wants to rub elbows with the rich and famous because mm. he's like a high end doctor. He mm. caters yeah. to the rich and famous. Mm. Yeah. So he's being invited to his party by actor mm. Sidney, uh, Sidney Pollack, who is played by Victor's. Uh, who plays Victor Ziegler. Yes. Okay. And so uh, that's how we first meet Victor in this. Uh, in and this uh, yeah, Victor, you can tell there's something wrong with Victor. Yeah. We find <laughs> out. Yeah. Well, quickly. just, yeah. In the, just, yeah. In the beginning. And Victor was a bad, bad boy. Yeah, I mean, when uh, Victor comes out to uh, ask uh, Dr. Hartford to uh, help out because a girl ODs in the bathroom, that's uh, that's yeah. not a good one. He's all naked, slumped over in the chair. Yeah. Not and conscious. his wife is literally in that same yeah. house. In the this same yeah, house. This is, their house. this is their house, yeah. I believe, right? Yeah. This is Victor's, yeah, Victor's, yeah. Victor, Victor's mansion. Yeah. And so at the time, she's being hit on. He has to cater to Victor's mm-hmm. needs because, like, He's, he was invited to Victor's party, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he wants to rub bubbles with Richard Fame. So he's trying to help out Victor with this girl who's mm-hmm. look like she's OD'd. And, Which uh, this might be his only reasoning for probably inviting, inviting him, him. When you look wow. at the grand scheme of things, interesting. I mean, yeah, because he's not invited anywhere interesting. else. Interesting. Really. Okay. And, and I gotta have to, the same group of wow. people. I'm gonna have to have a doctor at this party or something. Yeah. You know, yeah. goes. Yeah, I never it, thought of it yeah, that way. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> So, um, so, so then at this time, you also run into uh, a, a character by the name of Nick Nightingale, mm-hmm. which used to go to uh, medical school with uh, Tom yes. Cruise, for, uh, with uh, uh, Williams' character, Doctor Hart. And so that's mm-hmm. how they first first meet, mm-hmm. and uh, and so Nick has a a bigger impact on his life later on in this in the, in the mm-hmm. um, in the movie. And so they kind of get to talking and uh, realize that Nick's like a jazz player and like, hey man, I'm at this club, come meet me later mm-hmm. on, you know, whenever you're free. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, so he invites him because they they get cut short. Um, actually, Nick was needed somewhere, and they needed. So he was like, you know, just check me out at this uh, cafe, and mm-hmm. uh, if you you know if you want to catch up again, because mm-hmm. I, I might not see you by the end of the night. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, um, fast forward. So then Alice and, and uh, um, William both go home, right? Because mm-hmm. they both, they both uh, are not needed. They both deny the advances of, of, of the uh, opposite of the sex. People, yeah, the party. So what I thought was funny was Alice, she hides her weed in the Band-Aid box in the, <laughs> in the, um, in, in the bathroom. Yeah. And so she's like smoking weed, right? Mm-hmm. All right well, and go, go through the sequence before because uh, so after they leave, they, they get Stanley tries yeah. to... Mm-hmm. Yeah, Stanley highlights that it's it okay. They look like they're about they. It's insinuating that they're gonna have sex mm-hmm. after that party, and I think a lot of that has to do, their sexual tension has to do with the fact that they had sexual tension with other people. Was that mm-hmm. was that when they had the music playing? I did a bad bad thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I so, did a bad bad thing. So then, so you know something freaky's gonna happen <laughs> yeah. right when that song is playing. I did a bad bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> so so after that, then it goes into their daily life. Yes, the next day, yeah. which is. It shows what what what, uh, what Bill does as a doctor, mm-hmm. how he pretty much is very secure. He doesn't even he because he runs across a lot of beautiful women, has mm-hmm. to check them, mm-hmm. you know, their body out and make sure that you know, you know yeah. a breast exam, even stuff ki- like that. down the kids though too. They were showing the innocence, like this mm-hmm. guy really is. It's not even all about that with that. Yeah, and then showing even uh, Alice's innocence when it comes to their daughter. And she's pretty much taking care of her daughter. Yeah, she's right now a stay-at-home mom because mm-hmm. I think she lost her job or she, something like that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So she told. Tom, she actually yeah. told the uh, guy she was flirting with at the party that. Mm-hmm. And because uh, I think she has to 
her her previous job was like dealing with uh, uh, the art, art world galleries and yeah. galleries and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And he says, I can help you, right? Mm-hmm. I, I know a lot of people in that world. Yeah, he's connected. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. connected. Mm-hmm. So then it goes to pretty much winding down, but mm-hmm. it shows you how their days go. Yeah. Where, you know, it show you their relationship, their dynamic. Mm-hmm. And so it winds down, goes to the weed. Yeah, and then she's trying to relax and trying mm-hmm. to smoke weed. But the funny part is I, I saw this and I was like, Tom Cruise's character, Bill, mm-hmm. he says, relax, Alice. This part is making you aggressive because she's really getting, I thought we just supposed to re- calm you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She was the opposite of calm when yeah. she's going at it with him. So, so basically right now you get this story she's going to tell uh, her husband uh, yeah. about her dream. Is that where we're going to go with? Um, well, about the naval officer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cod, because that, that happens right there. That's why she's kind of getting aggressive. Well, that, that's, that's good to this guy because I want, I want to know your opinion, uh, Buck and uh, Warren. Mm-hmm. So... When they start smoking and having the, this conversation, the conversations mm-hmm. kind of start like this. She's, you can tell that she's kind of insecure with how secure uh, <laughs> Tom Bill is. Yeah. yeah. So she, because he, she's asking him about the two girls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you fuck them? Yeah. And yeah. then he's like, no. Nah. And then she's like trying to throw something back in his face. Well, you know, the dude, I seen you with but the dude. Yeah, you were alone mm-hmm. for a long time. Yeah. Where were you? Yeah. yeah. And then she, she's like, uh, the, well, the dude wanted to take me upstairs to have sex. And he was mm-hmm. like, oh, somebody wanted to have sex with my wife. That's cool. I mean, that's understandable. Mm-hmm. You fine, mm-hmm. pretty much. Mm-hmm. And she's like, so is that all somebody want to just yeah. fuck yeah, yeah, Is that yeah. all I am to you? Yeah. To you? Is am I just, you know, am I not a person? Am I just uh you know like like yeah. a good piece of meat or something right yeah. mm-hmm. she's and trying to get at exactly and he, mm-hmm. and he's saying that it's not that quite black and white but yes, yes that's you oh, know yeah, what they're doing. so so then that kind of leads to where you can see how secure he is cuz mm-hmm. he brings up like you're my wife mm-hmm. i trust you mm-hmm. to not do nothing yeah but that kind of brings her into this what weird, Buck wants to talk yes, about this uh this dream, dream sequence, sequence. Oh yeah, so um, so basically she's telling this, uh, uh, telling um, her husband, which is Bill Tom Cruise, about this uh, naval officer that she came upon, whether uh, vacationing the last mm-hmm. summer in Cape Cod. That's, that's what yes. they're saying, and uh, she's telling him that she was willing to have sex with him, like give up her whole marriage, mm-hmm. her relationship mm-hmm. to her daughter, just for one night of a pleasure with this this naval officer because. Even though they haven't, they didn't speak to each other. They just glanced at each other. She like really, really wanted him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I would be enraged being the husband <laughs> hearing this. Right. Yes. Um, the boyfriend, whatever, you know. And so, um, it it kind of foreshadows this like path for Tom or no uh, destruction. Yeah, yes. like destruction. You know, of like throwing yourself out there, doing something because you're like, you know. You want to get back at yeah. your wife yeah. or get back at someone. Mm-hmm. You want to just yes. go out and do it just to get back at someone. Mm-hmm. And so. But he's he, conflicted yeah. about it. Yeah. And the, yeah, and the yes. going on in the movie, he's conflicted about his, his, his actions and mm-hmm. will he go through with certain circumstances? Mm-hmm. Well, because he's so messed up once she tells. Because he, yeah. he did not expect her to, to Say even that. have this. Like yeah, these thoughts or feelings. Because like how you're saying he was yeah. so secure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After hearing this Yeah, it totally tore herself. Yeah, because she was down. even telling him how she had a dream of having sex with him, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And like she desired him and stuff. Yeah. Now and even, right, they, right, even yeah. they when they first when I guess when she first seen this dude, because mm-hmm. I guess she's seen him in real life. Yeah. She yeah. saw him at the, the lobby at the hotel, mm-hmm. right? And and she was like, Is she he's, he's, then she's like wondering, is he still here? 
She had a dream about him, woke up, realized he wasn't there. And she had, like, some of the best sex with Bill Mm -hmm. uh, thinking about him. Yeah. Yeah, So that was, like, so that all that, she just, like, completely tears down his self-esteem. Yeah, it's like the best sex I ever had wasn't really with you. (laughs) It was with the guy I was thinking about. She even said something to the point of, like, I felt, like, love for you, but I felt sad for you because, like, you were so vulnerable in that moment and she knew what was in the back of her head. Wow. So it was like yeah. all this shit where by the time he goes out on and he, cause then a call comes through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That one of his, yes. uh, um, clients, one of his clients, um, uh, father died. Mm-hmm. And so this is late at night. So he has to go out and like grieve with the family and help them through the situation, mm-hmm. the process. Right. And, and, and so right now he's in rage, woman. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he goes over. This is where you first meet Marion, mm-hmm. um, which is played by uh, Marie Richardson. Marie, okay. And then that's when we also later on come across Carl, which is played by Thomas Gibson. Mm-hmm. So Marion, you know, like usually people are grieving are very distraught, right? Yeah. And so Marianne's she's very like distraught. That. Well. And uh, um trying to cope with the loss of her father, right? Yeah. And so you have Tom Cruise over there trying to console her, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so she's hitting on him. You know, like how some women like... Well, it's not just straight up hitting on him. Like, yeah. she's like, I love you. And it's yeah, just yeah, like, but, but she, at yeah. first she's hitting on him. Yeah. And like, you know, like, you, you know how like, you th- maybe this girl's hitting on me, but I don't really know, right? But she's mm-hmm. throwing out some signs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's throwing out some signs and out of nowhere she's yeah. saying, I love you. Right? Yeah. And I, what I found weird about this is that he literally bumps into a woman uh-huh. that has like a parallel to his wife because he barely knows her. Yeah. yeah. He said, I'd only talk to you about your dad. I'd have no, I have no idea who you really are. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And, but yeah. like you're in love with me and yes. you got a, a person you're trying to marry. Yeah. He's about to come here right now, but you're trying to give this all yeah, up. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. He's like, wow. I'm, yeah, I'm the so, other guy in the situation. So Bill so. says that yeah, you barely know me. Uh, we barely haven't had a conversation unless it was about your dad, you know? Yeah. Um, and so basically she was saying, I'm supposed to go away with Carl because yeah. like her fiance and mm-hmm. live in Michigan and Tom Cruise is being very relaxed. I think you're, you think you were a bit, you're better off being in Michigan, you know, being mm-hmm. in New York. Yeah. The death of your father isn't really good for you. Should mm-hmm. really go to Michigan? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I don't know if his character is realizing that she's hitting on him. This is before they say, I love you and yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then he realizes it after the, I love you part, you know, and mm-hmm. then he says, you know, you barely know me kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that was that. I mean, this was like Tom, uh, um, Bill's first chance of like infidelity right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. of getting revenge, of yeah. getting revenge, like a revenge like, infidelity because uh, my mom, my mom, my wife is telling me this story and kind of mm-hmm. rages, enraged mm-hmm. me, you know. And so then, then comes Carl, mm-hmm. and so that his chances of um infidelity go out like that, poof, you know. Yeah, so Carl was Tom, uh, plays the uh, the um, the husband slash. Was it fiance? Was that the fiance, guy, was that the guy right? from Dharma and Greg? Yes, he was Dharma and Greg. Okay. Then he was like in Criminal Minds. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he does okay. a lot of TV work. He's yeah, based on, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he also was in a movie with uh, Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman called Far and Away. Far and Away. So okay. basically, it's Nicole Kidman and or basically Tom Cruise. Like he, he um, in a short version, he grows uh-huh. up poor in like Ireland. Uh-huh. And Nicole Kidman grows up wealthy, right? Uh-huh. So he comes over <laughs> to kill her father. His father, her father. Okay. Because he owns. Um, Tom Cruise's land. Okay. And so basically, like, you know, the bank takes seizures your property. Mm-hmm. And so he wanted to take revenge on the person who, re- who take, took away his property, right? His land. Mm-hmm. And so then they both go ahead and leave to America, right? You know, they have the old, like, settling the 1800s, you know, getting free land and stuff. So I'm trying to get to the point where 
Thomas uh, Gibson mm-hmm. is boyfriend and girlfriend with yes. uh, Nicole Kidman. So basically, oh. they, they've actually worked together before. Okay. <clears throat> That's good. So, and so Carl has no idea yeah. that his his girlfriend slash fiance was hitting on mm-hmm. Tom. Tom was very cool about mm-hmm. it. She was marrying. Mm-hmm. And Carl just shakes Tom's hand like nothing ever happened. Mm-hmm. You know? That's a bro move. Not not a, you know, making your wife, future yeah. wife cheat. But then you know? she even like marrying mad, mad tongue, cheek, everything. Tom, right? Kisses mm-hmm. him madly. Like, yeah. Love. Yeah. And, man, if I was someone, I'd be like, hell yeah, let's get this going. <laughs> So it's safe to say you just cheat on your wife like at any given moment. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just saying. This. Just, I'm just the, thinking uh, of myself as like a hound dog. You know what uh, I'm saying? Like, yeah. As long as long as you're not married to Nicole Kidman, I think that's the uh, the solution here. Yeah. <laughs> so so then he 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 leaves that uh, he leaves that place and he then he runs up. into like a group of twenty yeah. somethings, right? Yeah. Okay, that was so kind of. I found this interesting. So uh-huh. basically, they call him a faggot, right? Yeah. They knock him over. Uh-huh. They say, like, go back to San Francisco where you belong. Uh-huh. They're from, um, they are Yale. I've taken bigger shits than you. Yeah, they, they're from Yale, uh-huh. right? And there was something I've seen before. If you guys don't know it, then. Okay. It okay. Is, but there was supposed to be something that's synonymous with Yale and, like, being very, like, um, um, homophobic. Okay, that I didn't. I've heard really? before, but yeah. I don't. I don't want to. I don't think that's, throw that out there. <laughs> I don't think that's how it is now. Did they, but did they say what? Mo- but at that time, yeah, I think it was something where these dudes that that was what like something that he was trying to show, like that. Okay, there was like because that's supposed. They looked older. They kind of look like mm-hmm. alumni. Okay. Well, I think that's just that could just be casting. Yeah. You know yeah. What did, I mean? they, did they say what college? Uh, Bill went to maybe it had something to do with the college he went to because maybe it was a rivalry with Yale. You know what I'm trying to get at? But he, I don't think they ever said that in the movie. Well, I think it could also be a hypocrisy thing because isn't Yale part of Skull and Bones and all that stuff? Yeah, yeah. So maybe or, or I didn't know if it was. See, I don't want to twist this up, but okay. I, I don't know if it's either it's one way or the other. It's either mm-hmm. something about homophobia or being like that. There's a lot of like gay activity that happens there, so they go around acting. Homophobic. That I mean, maybe that but could be part I don't of it. This y'all yell people, <laughs> but I, I, it was um, something that I heard that I, that was a theory. I, I do think the Yale thing was skull and bones. There might be something there. Yeah, yeah. So then after this scene, you kind of see him walking right after he gets up. Yeah, he runs into. Uh, Vanessa Shaw played by Domino, which is a called. But girl. he's also having flashbacks of the dream while this is happening, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the, two times by this point. Yeah, yeah. So, like, this is second chance of infidelity, you know? Because uh-huh. she asks him, you know, do you want to come up to my place? Ah, right? uh, yes. And so he ends up going up there. And um, and so she's, you know, they're trying to feel each other's vibes, right? Like, what's mm-hmm. going to happen? Tom doesn't very, yeah. know. Very weird encounter. Yeah, it was a very weird encounter. Like, <laughs> yes. one's trying to figure out what the other one's thinking, what the other one's going to do. Yeah. Um, and so then she starts talking, right? And so, t- so Bill's character is like, what do you recommend, right? And she says, uh, I'd rather not put into words. And he's like, I'm in your hands. You know, like a doctor, you're always in a doctor's hands. And he's a doctor, like, I'm in your hands. Oh, I didn't even so I didn't like, think it's like he's the patient now, way. and she's the doctor. Well, you know, she's I, think, I think he just didn't want to overly state things just in case, you know? You know what I'm saying? Like, I get what I'm you're your saying. Hands. I get what you're saying, but there's also the other. <laughs> and she gets on the bed, and she's like, shall we? 
And, and man, I'd be like, hell yeah. <laughs> and ironically, he gets saved by the bill. Yeah, again. Nicole Kidman yeah. calls Somebody him right calls him again. Yeah. Um, yeah, Nicole Kidman uh, ruins the Bible. She's on the bed looking at uh, mm-hmm. at uh, uh, Bill. And him being an honorable man, he he, yeah. he says he's gonna leave, but he did pay her still yeah. for her time, um, which was 150 bucks. Yeah, yeah, for a couple minutes of doing nothing. <laughs> but like in the few, like later on this, in later on, you kind of realize it was a good idea that he didn't yeah. go all the way with her. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So oh, so then he's leaves the uh, the apartment and he ends up heading to uh, the jazz, jazz club, club. Mm-hmm. where. Uh, the character he runs into Nick Nightingale yeah. he before at the party, mm-hmm. so he he, com- he comes over to chat with him, mm-hmm. and so that's when uh, you come across. Uh, yeah, so this this is a an interesting scene. You want to go? Yes. You want to take it, Aaron? Yeah. So he, so Nick and Bill are having this conversation while having drinks, and uh, you can see that this guy Nick is a pretty busy, mm-hmm. um, you know, a person with yes. with music. He's yes. been going. He's he's about to go into his third <laughs> gig mm-hmm. in one night. So yeah. um, he's wait. He's waiting for a phone call from mm-hmm. a secret cult. But uh, he explains how like he went to one of these parties and they they Did uh, crazy thing blindfolded. Yeah, him? they tried to blindfold him, but, but they he was able to see through his yeah, blindfold. Yeah. And he was like, it was just some crazy, unbelievable sexual things that happened mm-hmm. here. Which is sex, sexuality becomes so like, like a the, huge theme in this ever mm-hmm. since their uh, so encounter. So the people that um, are in charge of the gig, they call them an hour ahead, mm-hmm. give them the pass mm-hmm. password to get in, right? Mm-hmm. And so then that's when you realize that uh, Tom Cruise's character Bill is very intrigued by this. Like, I want to see what's going on, right? Yeah. With these like high end people doing this cloak and dagger kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, so the passcode yeah. is Fidelio, right? Yeah, Fidelio. Mm-hmm. Fidelio. And Fidelio, Fidelio yeah. is, a, is a song by Beethoven. But it's also Latin for fidelity or something? Yeah, and it's yeah. supposed to be about a wife that is faithful to her husband. Wow, okay. So Bobby. Nick forever. So, <laughs> that's interesting. Well, I think it's interesting because in the book, the officer that she talks about fantasizing with mm-hmm. was a Danish officer. Mm. And the code word was Denmark. Mm. So it kind of like oh, pushed shit. him. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, we have to go now yeah, kind yeah. of a thing. It was very interesting, like the, the, the differences. That's crazy. And mm-hmm. then Nick wasn't, trying, wasn't, wasn't willing to give up the address to the location. Yeah. And so uh, Bill was trying to, man, he tried everything in the book to try and get out of him. Come on, mm-hmm. man, are we buddies? Are we friends? Mm-hmm. Bill invited and, himself. Uh, and he's <laughs> like, uh, if you can't get in, you know, where are you going to find a costume and mask at this time of night, you know? And he finds it at the mm. end yeah. of the rainbow. He yeah. finds it at this place <laughs> called Rainbow Designs. Because I guess <laughs> the story goes he knew the owner and was his pa- and the, the owner was his patient. But I guess he went over to Chicago, right? Yeah. With And Bill didn't, didn't know about it. So the new owner mm-hmm. uh, kind of woke him up in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Bill was uh, had to pay over uh, retail just mm-hmm. to get in the, you know, get in the, um, the establishment. So I had to pay like two hundred dollars over retail just to get inside to you know find to get his mm-hmm. um, costume, gotcha. which was like a tux. He got like a cloak and like a mask. Mm-hmm. So oh. that's where we come across uh, Milich, which was played by Raid Serbagia. He's been a lot of stuff, and uh, so that's where we come across where he's sh- helping Tom find his his outfit for mm-hmm. for the night. So when we get to <laughs> when they get into this room, yes. Uh, you can hear that there's some laughing or something some going commotion on and, going and, and on inside yes. of this closet they snatch <laughs> so he opens up the closet 
snatches this uh, Asian uh, gentleman out, and he's he's Covering like makeup, only in yeah. draws. Yeah, like a wig, right? <laughs> no, yeah. not him. Not oh, that was the other one. Yeah. So he and then he knows exactly where his daughter is at because yeah. he goes right behind the couch yeah. and like smacks her or something or yeah. whatever, and yeah. she pops up, and that's uh one of Buck's uh what, what crushes Lily. Yeah. My fear, my. Past future wife, Lily Sobieski. Your past future wife. And, and yeah, another, and, yeah, and then another gentleman that was cross, kind of cross-dressing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he pops up too. Yeah. And it's it's very disturbing because the girl is uh, underage. Underage. Yeah. So this is a lot of pedophile. So the father was telling the two Asian guys, you know, um, you know, she was underage. And they said, no, you know, we thought she was legal, you know, we mm-hmm. thought she was a woman. And then, like, he's, like, saying, this is a police matter, right? Mm-hmm. He walks out the door yeah. with a room and with the two Asian guys, and then he walks them in, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, like, one of the funniest parts of the movie because he tells his daughter, you little whore, go to bed at once, you depraved creature. <laughs> so he's, like, telling his daughter off, and he's he, and it's kind of funny. And then he let, and after he locks the uh, the Asian man in the, in the room, he tells them to be quiet so so they don't, you know, don't interrupt my customer. Mm-hmm. And the to- customer is Tom Cruise. So the father is going on as if, like, nothing kind of happened. Yeah. He's kind of going along as like business as usual because mm-hmm. he knows that his customer which was uh bill is going to pay like what 200 percent over pro- yeah over, the, uh, over price asking mm-hmm. price mm-hmm. Okay. so then he realizes he's going to deal with his daughter and the two asian men later because he's going to call the police so the that's when the the girl she whispers something in his ear that i never knew that something like i always thought that was something we would never know what the lines was Wait, what did, what did you find out what the lines were? Because on here, you could put the subtitles oh, on there. Oh, really? I put the subtitles really? on the show. So she says, you should have a cloak lined with ermine. Wow. So they said that he probably edited that down or made her whisper that because it would have gave away stuff. Wow. Because he ends up getting kind of some things that she says. Okay. Yeah. So th- this would kind of... This would kind of tie in that they knew where he was going. Wow. And if they went to go find out who that was, they could go to them. Like, okay. they kind of had communication, which would make uh, sense. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he was kind of getting caught in his ways by the time he got to this place. Really. Okay. <clears throat> he goes ahead and takes, like, a taxi, right, to the, mm-hmm. um, the destination where he was headed with, like, this big, huge... Million dollar, I, I say multi million dollar mansion. Yeah, multi million dollar right? mansion. Gated mm-hmm. security. Mm-hmm. And he I mean, he's like the only one that rolls up in a taxi. Ever yeah. rolls up a limo. Mm-hmm. So that's when he kind of, kind of realizes he's, he's going to give himself up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was like it was he doesn't pre, belong. Mm-hmm. It was a pre Uber era, so you couldn't, uh, you <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> I was just thinking about that, like. Yeah, because he had money. It wasn't like. I mean, he must have paid a lot of, spent a lot of money on taxi fare throughout this whole movie, which yeah. only lasts like a couple of days. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, well, you look at the house. I mean, it looked like he could afford it at that time. Yeah. So he yes. comes in, um, unmasked, right? Mm-hmm. So people kind of see what he looks like. Mm-hmm. He puts a mask on, and he enters, um, like a room where you see, I don't know, like a, it's like I don't know, say Vatican style, like like, um, churchy, where like yeah. the guy is. Has uh, we we call it incense a, or something? Yeah, it's a, incense. It's, a, uh, it's a definitely like a cult ritual. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a black mass ritual. It's yeah. like mm-hmm. uh, a red cloak figures and is is in the middle and, and all these beautiful women that are, are like topless them. surrounding yeah. him mm-hmm. with masks on and everybody like he's watching. performing some kind of ritual yeah. or something with yeah. incense. Yes, and uh, you know they're doing like this ritual. It it turns where like. Yeah. All the girls kiss each other in a yeah. circle, but like through a mask. Everybody's masked. Like on the cheek, yeah. like mask to mask. Yeah. You know, the, the next person to your right. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And it ends up being something where after the ritual is over, each female goes and picks a male to a suitor. Yes. Yeah. But then right before that happens, you kind of see the balcony mm-hmm. where you see a guy in like a, I don't know, like a pirate kind of um, yeah. costume, yeah. Like, like the mask where mm-hmm. the, the, the top part of the mask is like a, a pirate, uh, uh, like a pirate hat. Yeah. And so you kind of see him nod towards Tom Cruise's character or, or Bill's character. Mm-hmm. And, and then he nods back as if like he kind of knows who Bill is already by mm-hmm. him entering. Yes. And so I was like, I was kind of, you know, figure out who this guy was. Yeah. And I kind of had a hunch who he really was. Mm-hmm. And so I, I guessed that and I kind of was correct at who he was at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So like you were saying, they kind of picked their suitor. Yeah. And so one lady comes to uh, Bill's, right? Mm-hmm. One lady comes to Bill. And um, so she... Uh, would you? Well, she she basically says you shouldn't belong here. You need to get out of here. You have to get out of here now. And he's yeah, just yeah like your life is like, in danger. Kind yeah, of. Like, yeah, I know yeah. you don't belong. And he's like, no, 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 I'm I'm good. What are we talking about? I'm like, no, 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 you have to leave. And he just refuses yeah. to listen to her. Yeah. And there's a couple different situations where they go through, and they there's different orgies going around at, at this time. And then I think he goes. There's like some guy at like the front, and he goes, "Oh, can you follow us over here, please?" Well, yeah. Well, okay. So yeah, he goes. The, you're, you're, they the taxi drivers at the front door. Mm-hmm. Can you please come over with they, us? So what happened was they snatched because they take his this, coat. They take this, his coat from him when I, he enters. Yeah, I like this dynamic. I like. I mean, I like um, the 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 way uh, Stanley shot this. So mm-hmm. she she warns him that he's in danger. Mm-hmm. She ends up getting taken away by somebody else. Then he yeah. ends up circling that place by himself. Mm-hmm. Look, and he starts seeing all the orgies, but you see it through a POV. Mm-hmm. It does. So you're like him. So yes. you're kind of confused mm-hmm. on what's going on. You start to become this character, mm-hmm. in, in my opinion, the way you look at it. Because mm-hmm. before, because after all this, you confuse as you're as confused. Because <laughs> right before he was warned, you know, I was talking about the guy with the mask and the balcony mm-hmm. with the pirate hat. Yeah, mm-hmm. he kind of yeah he he had a. A woman with him, yeah, female. and, she and so he kind of mm-hmm. let her have Tom, right, or mm-hmm. Bill's character. He was trying to set her up. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so then the, the lady was giving the warning, kind of grabbed. She came back, grabbed Bill, and took him to the side and told him you're you're in your danger, kind of thing. And then that's when, like you said, they, they mm-hmm. then that's when uh, what you said they then they come and take him. Uh, they say your taxi is waiting. Mm-hmm. Your driver's your at dri- the door. Yeah, and then he's he's he, he's kind of concerned or something. And something you, like you, that. Yeah, can you follow us over here, please? But it's like Judgment Day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So while he's walking back to the front, or what he thinks he's walking back to the front, he's seeing like performance art. Like he's seeing naked women mm-hmm. with each other on top of a table where people are watching. Uh-huh. Like uh, I, I I was I was like it was like art, you know, like women not making having any sex or anything, but like. Performing like sexual acts. Oh no! But like an artwork. Yeah, I saw were, that on the they, table. Well, they were uh, when he was walking back. They yeah, were like he they, they're doing like a that. ballroom dancing, but like yeah, it was yeah, another yeah, one. Yeah. He saw that. Yeah. yeah, right after he passed a woman on the table, and he went to another room. He saw women ballroom dancing, mm-hmm. and uh, then they, both and parties were naked. And then he ended up being in the same room where he seen mm-hmm. the ritual. Yes, and they were all facing him. Mm-hmm. And you know yes. that's never a good scene when everyone's <laughs> facing you. Yeah, he's like, and they're like, and the guy in charge with the, with, the, with the red cloak or mm-hmm. uh, cape and everything, and he's like, uh, take off your mask, yes, you know. Take, and he refuses. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course he refuses and take it off or we'll take it. Oh, he, he, what take he it took off? off? He took off yeah. the mask. And then he says, they take off your clothes. Take off all his clothes. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. and, and he, he doesn't. Was, he didn't want to take it off. And I, and he I refused. always wondered what was going to happen next. They said, <laughs> take it off or we take it off for you. Because it seemed like it was going to be. I don't want gang rapey. Yeah. 
They don't no, want because she know. goes and just yells out like, "Let him go!" Yeah, like this is this could be bad. Yeah, <laughs> she just like, please just take because, me. Yeah, she's yeah. saying take me to yeah. redeem him so he can leave. Yeah, and then and then uh, um, they want him to take his clothes off and he kind of refused and that's mm-hmm. when she kind of came in and then. Mm-hmm. They well, they asked. Her. They asked for the second password. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm sorry. It, there was no second password. There was really there? Yeah, no. There really wasn't. Yeah. And, and then, so then he was worried about her safety. The, the lady was in danger. Yeah, like, what's yeah, going to yeah. happen to her? Yeah. Kind of thing. And then so that was his time to leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he, he was they, able to watch a lot of stuff go on, but he wasn't able to um, get in on the uh, uh, on the the events that occurred. And they also warned him. Look, do not. S- do not tell anybody what you're seeing here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do not. Yes. Um, don't don't uh, don't even try to attempt to even come back over here. Yes. Because these could be life dire circumstances, yeah, yeah, dire yeah. situation, like like something could happen to your family, kind of thing. Right. You know? mm-hmm. So don't you say anything. Because yeah. mm-hmm. he kind of realizes that they're high end people, and like something can happen later on. He kind of realizes that because after he reads reads a newspaper. Yeah. And so he just he leaves that mansion and mm-hmm. and he he goes home. Yeah. And because uh, he t- no, he doesn't. He does. Does he go back home? After does he that? go back home? I think yes, he goes think back he home. Yeah, yes. he does. He goes back he goes, home, and he and goes his and wife has there. a dream, right? Oh yeah. no, 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 no! Dream by the naval <laughs> officer. Yeah, no. so he has. The dream. Yeah, she has the dream. Okay, so I'm trying yeah, to remember. yeah. So he comes back at like four in the morning, right? Yeah. And so she wakes up right at the time where you know usually you don't want to wake up about the dream because you're, yeah. you're so happy or something's going on you want to know yeah. about. And so she wakes up at the time where she doesn't want to wake up. Mm-hmm. And so she starts to tell him this dream that she had. Mm-hmm. And of course, it was about the naval officer mm-hmm. again. And um, it was about her being naked in a garden and in the sunlight. And he, he's coming out of the forest, right? Mm-hmm. And they're making love. Other people around are fucking. It was like, he, she was saying there was like a group of them, like, like hordes of people. Mm-hmm. And, like and they're watching, too. Yeah. yeah, they're watching. It's kind of like the, the scene that Tom yeah. was in rec- yeah. just yeah. the time before. With the uh, you know the uh, the cloak and the yeah. the mask, and so she was saying that everyone was watching her. Well, she was fu- and she was fucking other men also. Yeah, she she wasn't just doing one man, and uh, she, she didn't, so she many, didn't she know how many count. men that yeah. she she had, you know. And uh, right when she right before she woke up, she wanted to laugh at Bill, laughing at us so hard. Right, she was like, mm-hmm. oh, maybe she was disgusted disgusted mm-hmm. with him or something. Mm-hmm. And then she woke up right yeah, right and, then, and she woke up in a she laughing had, yeah, yeah tone, laughing so that like was a laughing fit. That's when he woke her up. Yeah, yeah. So that was yeah, that was a crazy story. I, and then he, yeah. and then she like was holding him and stuff. It's while like she was, said, and it's like, mm-hmm. it's like you can keep some shit to you. I mean, if <laughs> I was, if, yeah, if I was yeah. Bill, I'll be kind of you know crazy creeped out because like, did my wife really know? Like, basically, this story she's telling about, talking yeah, about, is basically what like, just happened to me. Like, literally, like an hour before, like mm-hmm. I'm watching all this stuff happen. Yeah, you know, I'm not having sexual relations with these other women or mm-hmm. people, or whatever. And it was like just crazy how like she kind of knew what happened without knowing what happened. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then it, it goes to the next, next day, day, and Bill's looking to... for Nick. Yes. And go ahead. No, well, like, he goes to like the like hotel that Nick was staying at, right? And then yeah, what well, they go? They, Bill goes to the cafe next door to the uh, cafe, the cafe next to the next, oh yeah, 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 yeah. because and the then, other, yes because it was closed. Yeah, and she was. She, and then he went ahead and you know got coffee and asked the uh, the hostess or whoever oh, yes. was in charge. Mm-hmm. You know, do you know who Nick is? Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah. Do you know? Where, do you know where he lives? And so he, then that's, that's how he got the address for the hotel. Yeah, the, 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 the oh, he pulls out the uh, <laughs> he whips out the doctor badge and you know, like yeah. medical. 
It, he did that it, I counted this. It must have been four times where he whipped out on my doctor. You know, <laughs> you're safe with me. You're safe with my hands. I'm a doctor. I whipped, whipped out my medical card. <laughs> he he did that at the uh, the the, uh, the rainbow shop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did that at the hospital mm-hmm. where he's about mm-hmm. to go to later. He did that at the uh, mm-hmm. right there. Uh, uh, the uh, the coffee shop. There's coffee one other time he does that when he when he goes to the hotel. Oh yeah, yeah, that's coming up too. Yeah, which is and so he goes to the hotel and so the. Um, we call it the hostess. We call it the person in front of the hotel. Uh, guest services. Yeah. So it was Alan Cumming. Mm-hmm. He's been a lot of stuff. He's a big yeah. time. I guess he was a big time actor. Yeah. And so um, he, I don't know. It's crazy. He just played a small role in this movie. Cause uh-huh. I thought he was bigger than what the role he was given. He, he probably did that scene a hundred times. So yeah. it was like a big <laughs> role in something else. Yeah. So go ahead. What we're talking about with. Yeah. Um, so, so he goes to the hotel and he asks about if he could speak with a nightingale. And uh, Alan Cummings' character um, said, "No, that Nightingale, I think, left for Seattle or something like that." He left. Yeah, he, like he 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 um checked out like at five in the morning. Yeah, checked out at five unusual. in the morning, mm-hmm. which is which is kind of weird. And it was like multiple men were with him, and yeah. he had bruises on his face <laughs> and little little details like that, which just sounds completely strange and bizarre mm. yeah why would someone you know like leave at five in the morning yeah with with bruises on his face and like one of the and guys right after he got done with his yeah his, his set at the uh the uh, mansion yeah so i one, didn't one of the guys want to like search his room or something like that uh, yeah, something th- like so one of the guys ended up going to the room with nick yeah. to make sure yeah. that he wouldn't escape or anything so yeah he followed him made sure he got yeah packed up, and then both it was i think another guy sitting in the lobby yeah for them both to come back down. okay then you kind of see like uh, Bill's hysteria kind of uh-huh. starts creeping, like, oh shoot, uh-huh. like, you know, wow. oh shit. Like, I kind of got to be careful because mm-hmm. um, he's trying to find Nick, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and then this is where it goes from that and it cuts to a scene where Bill ends up going back to Rainbow mm-hmm. and uh, to return the rental that he had. Yes. Got. Um, and the, everything about this Rainbow thing is. Really disturbing. bizarre. Yeah. yeah, so it kind of runs into the men that he saw the previous night, the, the Japanese previous night. men or the uh-huh. Asian men, uh-huh. and they're they all come cloaked. out. They come out after the the girl comes out first. Yeah, mm-hmm. and from a room they were just in. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they come out after and like shake it, shake hands, and like, oh, nice doing business. Yeah, shook hands mm-hmm. with the um, the girl's daughter, which is Millich. Yeah, and it and it's it's you could tell that it's mm-hmm. some like I'm I'm selling my daughter type. Yeah, yeah, for money or something. Yeah. Is that right at that moment? He's tallying up the bill yeah. for Bill's character, right, for right. Tom. Right. And then he kind of rips it up, you know, rips up mm-hmm. the, uh, um, we call it when you, when you get an apartment, you have to pay you pay the, uh, or get in the hotel, you have to pay uh, a what? fee, then you get the money back. Deposit. Oh, oh, yeah, God. so he, yeah, he yeah. ripped up the deposit, he mm-hmm. ripped up, so you didn't have, so Bill, so Bill didn't have to pay anything for him being quiet, right? Mm-hmm. You kind of see Milich offer his daughter to, to Bill yeah. to be quiet kind of thing, right? Yeah. Because you kind of realize that the, the Asian men are like paying uh, the owner of the Rainbow uh, uh, shop. And so for Milich was saying, you, you, if you be quiet, you know, you can have my daughter kind of thing. But he didn't say it out loud. But he, he goes, anything you need, yeah. anything. And he puts his hand yeah. around, his, yeah. 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 around daughter. his daughter, right? And then she's all smiling like she really wants Bill, right? Yeah. And, uh, of course, he denies the uh, the advance. And then he goes to work, and he starts okay. having the fantasy again. I mean, uh, thinking about the fantasy that his wife mm-hmm. uh, told him about the dreams. And uh, Bill ends up taking off. He ends up taking off for work because he keeps thinking about it. And he drives this when he drives back to the mansion. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, so okay. So, basically, his, uh, his uh, um, receptionist grabs his car for him. He takes his car to the mm-hmm. mansion, you know? Yes. And this is, like, the creepy part where, like, 
and you hear that music that mu- this music mm-hmm. for this movie was epic, epic. kind of like jaws because yeah. like i was saying in the i was wanted to say in the beginning was uh it like it perfectly heightens your paranoia or hysteria mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this music right at this right at the moment right so he's at the uh the, the front gate mansion mm-hmm. right and of course rolls royce pulls up with like two like looks like they're butlers or so they work mm-hmm. for the uh, the mansion right and they yeah. hand them an envelope guess what's on the envelope yeah. bill's name yeah like, how do they get bill's name like literally it's like the night before they got a handwritten letter or like a yeah. type letter and everything with his yeah. name on it <laughs> telling him to like you know this is your second warning stay away mm-hmm. if i was bill's character man i'd be like oh i'm all creeped out i'm done with this man i'm out here i'm yeah. not gonna try to find anything more mm-hmm. and then he goes back home right after mm-hmm. he does this mm-hmm. um goes back to his wife and then and so he didn't want to stay home he wanted to go out and do some more investigating yeah, he couldn't even um, look. He couldn't even look at uh, Alice in the eyes at this no, point. No, because she was like, she wanted yeah. to cook dinner and everything. Yeah, because she was with her kid and they're doing math. They're doing math problems or something like that. They're doing I stuff together. Think the, the mother so, and daughter. Work. Yeah, and like she like does this smirk look, and he can hear her t- saying the story in the background while he's yeah, she's at smirking her. at him. Yeah, and he thinks maybe she knows what's going on, kind of thing, right? Yeah, the he looks. Can, he can hear her telling the story about the dream that she had oh, the night okay. before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like this weird, eerie thing where he was just like, I'm getting attacked everywhere. Like, I can't look at you. Yeah, so I can't, can't go outside. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he leaves the um, his apartment. He goes back to his office, right? Yeah. And so he's thinking again because they show that dream of like his his wife getting it on with a naval officer. Mm-hmm. So he's thinking about this, getting enraged, right? So he picks up the phone. He calls Marion, right? Because mm-hmm. I think he really wants to go through with it, like the infidelity, right? Calls him, calls her. But uh, Carl, which is Thomas Gibson, he answers. Yeah. And, and and Bill's character, or Bill, he hangs up the phone, right? Because mm-hmm. what's he going to say, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing he really could say was, like, how's your wife doing? Do you need me to come over to comfort her kind of thing? Mm-hmm. But, you know, you knew the avenue was kind of closed. So he you know, hangs up the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes back to Vanessa's apartment or Domino, the, the call girl. He goes mm-hmm. back to her apartment right after yeah. that. He's like... So Avenue A is closed. What's Avenue B, right? Mm-hmm. So he goes to the apartment. He realizes that she's not there. Like, I don't. I forget what the present was. He was gonna drop off to her, but he had like it was all get, it was all wrapped and stuff. I remember that. Yeah. Sally, Sally, the roommate, answered the door, mm-hmm. and so Sally let him up. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of realize that maybe he was gonna go through this infidelity because like look like because Sally was willing to yeah she's, partake. She seemed just because she because she yeah. heard the story of Domino and and Bill mm-hmm. and how like she. He gave her money for nothing, mm-hmm. or like for doing nothing. Yeah. Um, and so then, right before anything happens, sexually, right? Because um, she has her um, shirt un- unbuttoned, right? And so she, and so Bill's character, or Bill is, you know, filling her body right now, right? And then she does the mood killer, right? Mm-hmm. And tells Bill, um, sit down, and you got to hear this, right? Like, you know, um, Domino, the night before, you know, the one you're with. Mm-hmm. She has HIV AIDS. Mm-hmm. So that was like the mood killer. Yeah. Right? So like Bill's infidelity, like seeking out mm-hmm. was kind of, he was killed, you know, it was crushed. So he kind of realized that was going to happen. So he felt sorry for Sally and, and, and Domino. So that's what's going on right now. And he's just bumping into all these things. And like, well, he's, like he's, it's funny because he's like, like, he almost, all these things, he was getting saved. Yeah, it's like all these. Because if he would have went through one of these, it could have been bad. Like all these obstacles are in his way. Like his wife calling while you know he's at the apartment with Domino, Mm -hmm. Um, Sally telling him that you know Domino has AIDS. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Um, You know, like the warning girl at the uh, the Mm -hmm. party. Mm -hmm. There's these other things that happen that kind of prevent him from going in through go through infidelity, kind of 
He had that revenge on his wife. But he has sort of like the sober regret of desire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just yeah. kind of looking like, wow, I'm really glad I didn't go through a lot of these right. things. <laughs> yeah. So then he leaves the, I believe he leaves the apartment, right? Mm-hmm. And so he kind of realizes he's being followed by a guy in a trench coat. Mm-hmm. And so he stops yeah. by this this newspaper stand, grabs a newspaper, goes into like the nearest coffee shop because he's, because the music right now that's being played throughout the whole movie mm-hmm. is like increasing. Yeah. Like the tension. The little piano and thing. And so yeah. Bill is, Tom's character is very scared, right? So he goes in the coffee shop. You know, glances through the newspaper while he's reading. Uh, that did, he's reading. Did you see what the Did you see what the newspaper, uh, the the front of the newspaper said? I know it was the New York Post. I think it was. Yeah, it was the title. The big um, headline was uh, "Lucky to Be Alive." Ah, yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> so like, he goes through this newspaper, right, and, re- and sees this article about this executed queen overdosing. Yeah. So he's trying to put two to two together, mm-hmm. thinking that maybe is she the one who was warning me at the party, mm-hmm. and like. Realizing there's prob- probably like dire consequences for telling about this yes. kind of underground yes. party going on or like, mm-hmm. you know, sexual mm-hmm. party. Mm-hmm. And so he's very bewildered. And I guess this is when he starts to go to the hospital. Is that mm-hmm. correct? When he takes the. Well, he goes taxi. to like the morgue place, right? Or well, I think he goes to a hospital that, first. Yeah, yeah. The hospital first? Because okay. he just hears that she OD, but he doesn't okay. know she died. Yeah, so yeah. He, he knows the name. He's, he whips out his badge again mm-hmm. at the hospital. Says, "I'm a doctor." Mm-hmm. And I see so and so because I think her name Mandy Amanda. Uh, yeah, I think that's what it was, and and so, you know, guys see her kind of thing. So he goes to the morgue part of the, the hospital, sees the mm-hmm. body, and he looks at her undress, and because that's how she was at the party, and he's like, "Oh crap!" You know, mm-hmm. this is her, and he has like a, I don't know, like a, he leans over the body, right, like mm-hmm. where. And like almost he was gonna kiss her and stuff, and then yeah, I don't know if he was feeling sorrow. Weird. It was like kind of like a weird, creepy moment. But like yeah. he doesn't know her, but he feels sadness for her. Like she maybe she gave his life for him for him to get away. Because yeah. he's yeah. feeling like maybe there's like dire consequences for mm-hmm. for him going to that party. Like and yes. it's his fault that she's dead. Yes. Kind of thing. He gets called to Victor's home. Victor's calls yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Calls him, and so then he heads over, and we get in this realization of like. Between. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Yes. So the the bill in uh, Ziggler, uh, Mr. Ziggler's conversation is very interesting because he tries to paint it off as being like, "Oh, look, I know this, what you did last night," yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know mm-hmm. what you're talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's like painting like it, you know, it's it's a little deep, but it's not as big as you think. You know, mm-hmm. you kind of fall back from it. Yes. And then they start. He's like questioning everything, and it it, it just turns bigger than yeah. He was trying to play it off as. Uh-huh. It's so like Victor is saying, you know, I know what happened at the party last night. I know you were there. Mm-hmm. Um. And so, Bill realizing that uh, Victor was there at the party. So Victor was the the um the masked man with like the pirate part on the like the uh, yes the mask with like the pirate uh i mean i'm assuming yeah, that was him that was him because victor was the first revealed, to realize though. who like when you look it up was, you, yeah. it never they never reveal it it's it's still hard to know because okay. there's other theories that he's the guy that's this running the whole show thing and he kind of realized really? that victor was the yeah. one who set nick nightingale up with the uh with the job uh-huh yeah and, it does um, make sense uh-huh and it looks like victor didn't like those the people in charge of the party because mm-hmm. he calls them cocksuckers. Mm-hmm. So, like, Victor was kind of conveyed with Bill, like, I don't like them either, but I kind of like the party kind of thing. Yeah. And he goes into how they put two, to two together, realize that he wasn't belong to the party like how they checked these, uh, you know, you're the only one that came in a taxi, everyone else came in a limo, you know? Mm-hmm. We checked your coat, saw the receipt, you yes. know, realized yeah. 
usually if you're rich, you know, and you know about this party ahead of time, you know, you're going to have your own. Yeah, you know, you got your own and mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, you're not going to yeah. write that. So they kind of realized that he wasn't who he, like, he, they realized that he didn't belong, that he was, mm-hmm. right. was an outsider. Uh, also. And they talk about the girl who overdosed, right? Yeah. They, they, mm-hmm. And that was, that was a big reveal. Yes. <laughs> because yes. Uh, the girl that OD'd in the beginning, mm-hmm. uh, she was the person at the, at the, uh, the party. party that uh, uh, helped. So he helped her mm-hmm. survive and then she helped him survive. Yes. And then she ends up dying. Because mm-hmm. um, they, yeah, because Victor was saying, you know, she died under normal circumstances. No one really killed her, but yeah. she died overdosing at her own place. She was mm-hmm. fine when she left the party. Mm-hmm. Like she was, you know, had a good mm-hmm. time, you know, being with these other men. But when she left the party, she was, mm-hmm. you know, no one killed her. She was okay. So I, I, I looked up this thing and it's, it did say that when you speedball, mm-hmm. which was she was, mm-hmm. was she overdosed yeah. on? Your body responds late, really. So you can actually like fall out and die hours later. And she was going out still partying. Like she wow. was, you know, that was in the same night. She already OD. She mm. goes back out to party again. Like <laughs> when you really think about it, she was crazy. yeah. And he already was telling her you need rehab in the uh-huh. beginning of the movie. And yeah. All that stuff. And it's like so there is delays. Yes. To that where like heroin itself uh-huh. could kill you like that. Uh-huh. Like if it's cocaine yeah. itself, you die uh-huh. like automatically. But yeah. those it delays it. It takes Interesting. It takes more time. So I mean that's what I I read. I'm not yeah. sure. Okay. Yeah, I thought for sure, man, Victor was gonna do something to him, you know, like uh hurt him in some way. Yeah, but then you get when you, the scene keeps unfolding, you kind of realize they're kind of they're more friends than enemies. Oh yeah, he yeah. yeah he he was looking out for him. He was looking out for him. Uh, but he he was making it very clear. This <laughs> like you're you not you're not built, you're not built mm-hmm. for that. You're not built. For <laughs> this. Your eyes aren't open to this yet. You know, mm-hmm. which I find this isn't your world. Yeah, I find it the eyes wide shut thing kind of funny. Now that I look at it because well we could talk about that later. Okay. But, yeah. Yeah. No, and I mean, he, okay. then after that, he ends up going home, right? Yeah. And, he, and then um, there was like a, a slow montage where he's like slowly walking throughout the apartment with the music. Mm-hmm. And he sees the mask. Because when he went to back, go back to the rental place, the mm-hmm. mask was gone. Yeah. It, was gone. yeah. it wasn't in the bag, so he couldn't really return that. Mm-hmm. So he was about to pay he for the mask. The fee. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then he sees the mask on the bed. And like, you see, like, I don't know if he's sweating, but you kind of see thoughts going through his head, like, oh shit, does my wife know mm-hmm. something? Mm-hmm. And he breaks completely down. Yeah, yeah. So he, he lays down. He starts crying. Right? She wakes. She. I think she. I don't know if she's awake when he says, "Um, I would tell you everything." Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's not what you want to say to your wife, man. <laughs> I mean, at that point, he's <laughs> just like, just go, about to have like a you, mental. You tell breakdown. her some yeah. stuff, but no, but only don't tell her everything. I mean, well, at this point, ease her into it. But at this point, as much shit as she done said, I think it's kind of like even. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, I mean, he never, he never really did anything. He never really did nothing. She never really did anything. It's, it's It's all this mental, yeah, yeah. Interesting, yeah. It's kind of a weird way, but it, but it does mess with them more because nothing really happened, I guess, in a sense. I was kind of confused at the end because right after that, you know, they stay up Mm -hmm. all night talking. Mm -hmm. You know, she's like bloodshot eyes. She's like, you know, we have to take our daughter. Christmas shopping, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And so, like, the end is the last scene is where they're in shopping at, like, I don't know, some mall or something. It's like, like that. KB Toys or something. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, you know, the kids picking out the toys. Yeah. And the husband, you know, Bill is wondering, you know, are we going to stay together? Mm-hmm. And we separate. And then um, she has this, like, you know, like three sentence, like, line that she says, right? 
I have no idea what it means. Maybe you guys know, but I'll just repeat it real quick. Okay. It says that we are grateful that we managed to survive through all of our adventures, whether they are real or a dream. He says, which is Bill, are you sure of that? And then she says, only the reality of one night out of a lifetime can ever be the whole truth. And Bill says, no dream is just a dream that she's been dreaming. And then, she, and then, Bill, and then uh, Alice says, the important thing is we're awake and hopefully for a long time to come. And then she's, uh, she says, she, basically she's telling him, you know, I think we should get home as soon as possible. And the last word she said was, you know, fuck, because she, I don't know, maybe she was really into him, you know, because the cloak and dagger and the, the mask thing. Well, I, ha I, I, I wrote this down because I had no idea. what It was like a symbolism, you know, I meant more than what it really said. Yeah, well, I think it's more about, you know, all, all these things are about desire of other people. And I think he tries to take it away you know he's so focused on other things he's focused on the dreaming he's focused on i got to get back at her yeah. and all of that stuff has caused him suffering and i think that the the main point was you know you need to worry about what you have like what's right in front of you so yeah these were like the last lines of the movie and mm -hmm. probably maybe the most important one mm -hmm. was this like the uh the relationship between alice and bill mm -hmm. and if they were going to stay together so she kind of made this uh well, like a paragraph quote she was saying mm -hmm. and so i was kind of trying to understand what she was saying you know it was kind of yeah. in, in my opinion this also is like something that makes stanley interesting because it keeps it makes you think is that it's everything that happened a dream sequence or is mm. everything that happened real yeah it's be hard for bill to to survive uh, these adventures if uh, his wife keeps telling him these uh, dirty uh, dreams that she's <laughs> having about this naval officer. I mean, and one more might put him over the edge, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because I have... Because they kind of resolved at the end, you know? Mm -hmm. I have my own weird theory Okay. that the whole entire movie changes as soon as the weed comes out. Interesting. Which makes me think that this is like a high. But she's like the only one that's partaking, correct? That they both or, are like on this high and they're just I think going. She, I think he took a little bit of a, a hit. Yeah, he hit But too. she took most of it. Because I think when he gets high and like his whole, everything, the way that his, even like his cool, like the, the his way persona. his, mm -hmm. his, his, uh, his uh, security changes. Is, it, cha it changes. His identity changes. Yeah, like he doesn't, he doesn't feel the same way anymore. And it's like he just, He's running around. If you really think about it, right after that, he just got done smoking weed and arguing with his wife, and then yeah. he just goes out in the world. Goes from being like a secure so person to unsecure. I, it's it's almost dreamy, even in the aspect of the next day. Mm -hmm. Everything that he perceived one way mm -hmm. comes out completely totally another way. way. Is this why okay. Tom Cruise did Vanilla Sky? Because that was kind of like a dreamland kind of thing too. Yeah, that maybe. Was, <laughs> I mean, he probably is interested in those type of movies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I don't know. It, it could be. It's so it could be taken a lot of ways because I don't know what's real or fake in this movie. Because I don't look at this movie as being like completely just like boom right here. Mm -hmm. so a lot of people come away with different opinions, different ideas of yeah. what really happened in this movie. But I do feel like the movie has like a tone of the '90s, where like, there are certain things you could be in denial about. Yeah. Whereas nowadays, it's everything is everywhere all yeah. the time. Yeah. But yeah. 
like if something like that happened, if there was an organized conspiracy against you in the 90s, you could really deal with that where no one would believe you and you wouldn't know who to go to. This is before, you know, uh, cell phones with cameras, before Facebook, before right. really the Internet right. really got but going you really you, But now you know who to go to, you know who to talk to, and there really isn't that here. And I, I think I, you feel that. This, this, there's, there's still were secrets. Yeah. And uh, it's interesting to see, like, Tom Cruise and deal with that kind of a thing. And I think if if, if it's about other things, th- you know, that's what they're articulating on. Yeah. Because, like, when they're talking at the end, when they're in the uh, the mall, mm-hmm. he wants to stay with her forever. That's what he says. Right? Yeah. He says forever. And she says, let's, let's, how yeah. about, uh, I think she goes ahead and says, you know, like, not right, use that word. yeah, yeah, let's not use that word forever. And let's just think of like in a moment or, or mm-hmm. a little bit further on. She said it frightens her. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. I think beating with Tom Cruise probably frightened her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they divorced like two years after the movie was made. Right. They think the film destroyed their relationship. I mean, you, you're together for what, over a year, you know, making this movie. You see each other every day because well, like, you're an actor, you're an actor and actress, yeah. right? You're not going to see each other every day. You're months and months you're filming, right? So you're not going to see you. So you're kind of fresh, you know, you, it's like. Dating someone in like dev apartment, you have your own place, right? So yeah. you get to be separate, separated from that yeah. person. But you, they were living together for like over a year, right? Making that but, movie. Well, they did certain th- Kubrick, being Kubrick, yeah. Yeah. did certain things to mess with them to make him think that the wife was cheating on him and stuff. Yeah. So like those sequences where he would be, uh, where where you would see her and the that that navy guy or whatever, yeah, like getting it on. Yeah, he in would send he would send uh, Tom Cruise away. And like, and like have them not talk, like no communication and shit like that. They, it was like real sick stuff like that. They would yeah, happen. it's Kubrick being Kubrick. So he would come back to the he would come back to the set actually upset. Yeah. Or like if they look drained in this movie, it's because they did a hundred takes of the same thing. And mm-hmm. everybody look like Ugh. yeah. I know um <laughs> they talking full, on slow. When shit. you know how he directed Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. Um, Vincent D'Onofrio, who was in it. Yeah. He was telling Tom, you know, you're doing a Stanley Kubrick film. You're probably gonna want to get a random place for like like months at a time like even a year because you know you're gonna be there for a while you know yeah no because this has the record of like the longest most, film shoot yep, most takes of like because weren't you saying that days, harvey right? keitel was supposed to be in this yeah, yeah harvey keitel was originally uh the role at sydney Potnik pollock plays oh he's supposed to play victor yeah but there was like one scene where he had to keep going to the door and he did like two days worth of filming and Harvey just gave up. It's like you're crazy, dude. So we're, we're we're supposed to have a Victor with a crazy accent, right? I guess <laughs> you know Harvey has that accent, like because he plays that like like play that French role, like that foreigner role. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, so I got some questions for you guys. Okay. Strangers. Uh-huh. Strangers to me seems to be a theme that turns them on. I don't think they liked anybody. Okay. That they really knew like that. Interesting. What, so, is that? Do, do you guys find that kind of? Yeah, I mean, like, do, what, I think you're kind of right. Bill is more turned that? on to people that he didn't really know, like yeah. Marion was one. Domino yeah. was one. these are women he didn't know, but he was really turned on by them. Yeah, he didn't really seem turned on by his wife. Yeah, and same with the, uh, Alice. Yeah, she was more turned on by the, the Hungarian, suave, mm-hmm. sophisticated. Um, maybe he was an art dealer, but he was in mm-hmm. that world. So maybe Her he was, was about somebody she never knew. Yeah, yeah. She was yeah. like you're saying she was 
she felt more alive sexually with yeah. a dream than she was with her actual husband. Well, maybe maybe that could be a, a thing about their own imagination then. Yeah. Because they're filling in. If they never really met the person and they're having these vivid dreams about sexuality with them, I mean, how much of that personality is real? Right. Because... So, yeah. Because, uh, not to cut you off, uh-huh. but even down to the fact that this movie kind of shows that you can be in a mask. Mm-hmm. And, like, we don't know who's behind that mask, but just the pure thing of sex. It's yeah. just purely about sex. Yeah. It has nothing to do with trying to find out who's the going to be this dope personality I find. It's purely I want to have something else. I want to have something that I don't know that I see every day or something that I really... You know what I'm saying? I think yeah. it was, like, the, the, famili- the familiarity of these two mm-hmm. was starting to get boring. I mean, like, yeah, like he was it going through the be. world with his eyes shut. Yeah. And he wanted them open. Yeah. And then he, he goes to the society party, you know. And even, like, that's why I was going to say this, too. Mm-hmm. The, the name of the movie being Eyes Wide Shut mm-hmm. could be a reference to him literally having to be the only person that everybody knew who he was, knew what he looked like in a room full of places that he sees them, but he doesn't see them. Interesting. You know what I'm saying? That's, it's weird when you think about it that way like he's he knows that there's a hundred people looking looking at him but who are these people and he also knows their private lives i mean that's the most intimate details but he doesn't know who they are yeah, he doesn't know anybody that yeah being like a, a doctor you kind of know the um like what the person like your your um the person you're helping we call them like your patient like patient. You know the patient like what they do for a living mm-hmm. you don't know them you probably just know their name you kind of know more about like what they do than who they are you know yeah even like to to be real nick is like his closest friend nick Nangel? and they yeah. haven't seen each other in 10 years yeah like, that is true in the whole entire movie but they're like nick chatting up weird. like they like they haven't missed a beat you know like they just saw each other the other day and it, it's because it feels like he's missing that that bond between yeah, that, somebody you know. in that movie you don't see Bill have any friends or any close mm-hmm. connections his closest connection was with his wife yeah and that wasn't that close you know yeah so like the closest friend he had was Nick who he hasn't seen in 10 years because they went to medical school together and Nick dropped out and became like a pianist mm-hmm. this is this now the more I think about it it has very American psycho vibes <laughs> and I think about like because <laughs> Christian Bale modeled that after Tom Cruise oh he did yeah what? <laughs> Psycho. <laughs> so everything is kind of going full circle. <laughs> oh man! All right, so I have I, I have like a sequence of questions. Actually. Okay, okay. So, uh, marriage being the only reason for them not cheating is that. What do you guys think? You know how in that uh, the Hungarian was talking to uh, Alice. Mm-hmm. She was he was telling her basically the only reason why to get married is to have sex with other guys. Mm-hmm. And she was trying to, and he was trying to lead her on to like you know like, right. opening up and like you know you can be with more than one person kind of thing right, and that kind of you see that kind of at the party right one person mm-hmm. is usually more with one, with more than one person. Yeah, it seemed like that a lot of those people that were in was in that party. If you mm-hmm. actually pulled those masks off, it was people that was at Ziegler's place. Probably they were all married and probably. <laughs> Just like he was, he was married, but still upstairs with a whole nother chick. Yeah, more than one, right? Because he was with the uh, the overdose lady, and then yeah, yeah, 
Oh, what do you? But think? I mean, <clears throat> with marriage, maybe it could be. I mean, maybe the the their their kid kind of held them together a little bit more. Yeah. Because it's one of those things. Because they were in love with strangers, and you can't really develop a relationship with strangers. Right. So there's like a difference between desire and what you're willing to deal with. I know Alice was in love with that dreamy naval officer, mm-hmm. even though she didn't really know him. I think Bill wasn't really in love. He was like lust or desire for someone. Well, because not only that, like he, they never, they never really did anything. If they did, they would have. He would have been way more trouble. <laughs> yeah. Than he actually was. Right. Can you say trouble again? <laughs> <laughs> trouble. Um. I did a bad, bad thing. I actually oh. didn't. <laughs> My goodness. Um, so it's all emotional. And, you know, some people feel that way. But I got kind of annoyed because some people go, oh, well, if you have lust in the heart, it's just like the real yeah, thing. No. And I'm like, so there's people who say they're going to go to church and they never do it. Do you give them any credit for wanting right. to go to church? I'm like, right. No. So <laughs> how come it always goes the wrong way? You know what I mean? So that's how I feel about it. It's like, no. What actually happens is what you need to, you know, be measured against. Yeah. What was your other question there? Uh, this was going to be my last one. And I'm just going to just state why I'm asking. Okay. So, Stanley. <laughs> Stanley Kubrick. Yes. Is that this is highly suggested that he probably got killed for this movie. Uh-huh. Saying that, yeah, because he always does base things off of novels, mm-hmm. but that he might have put a little bit of his life into it. Maybe okay, he's seen these things. Okay, and maybe it was a little too much. Uh huh. And after he sent it in to, yeah. to get, you know, his yeah. rating or whatever, uh-huh. that's when it was like, okay, he's, okay, he's talking too much. Uh huh. And you know, when you're an older guy, you you can talk tend too to much. touch, not, yeah, not, not care anymore. Yeah. Um, Quincy and, Jones. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so I was just stating this because, I mean, we don't know what he's done. Mm-hmm. I mean, in his personal life, mm-hmm. but he did seem like a person that wasn't. He didn't want to be tied to anybody. He didn't want mm-hmm. friends. Mm-hmm. So, kind of seemed like he would kind of be this character, okay. just in a different field, and just uh, this might not mean nothing at all. But mm-hmm. all of the furniture, all of the furniture that was in. Their house uh-huh. was actually Stanley and his wife's furniture. Really, in real life, he took it out of their house to put it in there to to build an aesthetic that okay kind of like, felt like more like home for him. Okay, so you think it's semi autobiographical, like in slight things. I think that they, that he actually has stepped into parties he probably wasn't supposed to. Probably, play. probably. And if if Audrey Hepburn gets invited to Rothschild's parties, who knows? <laughs> You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So I I don't know. I I don't know if he was because I, I don't see him being as as much as he brings sex up. Mm-hmm. He, I feel like he's like a weird sex guy. Maybe. Like I can't see him being like the guy walking into the party trying to get some. Yeah. He's like the watcher. Yeah. He's or <laughs> the like hard the, on? or the guy that's trying to find <laughs> the art in it. So I you know that's just one thing I want to throw mm-hmm. out there. Uh, that's it for my question. <laughs> Well, but I, th- I just find this this it, film to be very interesting yeah in that way because Stanley kind of came up in a really interesting time like because you can you were able to have movies like this and talk about different things, um, but semi autobiographical. I mean, maybe he has. Maybe it's something like I'm just I'm just trying to think. 
people empowered never seem to be the ones doing the crazy stuff. What I've seen, at least, what has been proven. I mean, yeah. Harvey is a bad... Well, here's the thing. Harvey only got caught because he ran out of money. Yeah. So maybe it is, but the ones that always get caught... Like they never seem to be like the big stars, but um, like, have you ever heard of NXIVM or whatever it's called? NXIVM sounds familiar. Sounds there familiar. was a cult. I think they watched this movie and basically started a sex cult. Uh, that's another thing. This this would make people want to do it, right? Yeah. Well, they were supposed <laughs> to be like investors or something, but this was like a self help thing. And then next thing you know, they're like they they're they're like they're branding women, oh, and they got arrested. And the, oh, the one girl from the actress from Smallville was involved. That was like the highest profile. Oh, God. So I think they watched this movie yeah. and they were like, "Yeah, let's do that." I'm, sh- I'm sure that happened a lot. <laughs> yeah, and then they get in trouble for it. Like I think I think a lot of people watch Fifty Shades of Grey and got a lot of trouble for oh, a lot yeah. of things. Yeah. <laughs> Things to get popular like that, it's just... Yeah. It's going to happen. But I think one of the most interesting things, somebody brought this up once. He said, like, being into really kinky stuff is like a sign of a low sex drive. Hmm. And... I can see that. I can... Because you see this is some of the weird stuff people are into. I can see that because it's it's like... I mean, I'm not to get all over, but Mm -hmm. it seems like... You have to go to other places mentally to get hard. Yeah. Or like, you know, get wet or whatever, whatever. But it's like, because mm-hmm. it's, it's, you have, like, it, it should be kind of just easy. Like, you're yeah. attracted and here you go. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, tie but up. <laughs> it, it, just, just have a conversation with an artist who's ever been paid by commission to design things. Yeah. And they'll tell you stories of people wanting them to do cartoon characters and the whole disgusting things what <laughs> yeah they just like oh i wanted to be an artist i thought i was going to get hired to draw something cool they're like no i want elmer fudd and da, 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 and they're like what the hell is this that's crazy because <laughs> it's the internet and it's da 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 involved a wabbit <laughs> <laughs> elmer <laughs> fudd is shotgun the wabbit <laughs> yeah wascally wabbit <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you where to put this carrot. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but I think that's part of it. Like, just realizing that, it just kind of makes me see things in a different way. Because these are all kind of, like, weird old people doing weird stuff. So maybe that's, like, maybe the Rothschilds were into that kind of stuff as they got older. Yeah. And they were bored. Yeah. But even then, like, I don't know. Like, how much crazy stuff can you possibly do? Like... Because, what was it, Jeffrey Epstein? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but that that whole thing was different because he was trying to get blackmail on people. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Like, he invited Stephen Hawking to the island. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. That was going to be kind of hard for Stephen Hawking. Well, I mean, well, they're saying <laughs> Stephen Hawking cheated on his wife. I'm like, how? That is sick. <laughs> yeah, that is sick, man. I'm sorry So (laughs) And I just I just think the nuance of it Like just doing crazy Did Kubrick get killed for eyes wide shut I don't Think so I think I don't know like 
Cause, cause what were they afraid of that people are gonna attack them because they're having sex parties? Like maybe they're afraid of that in a weird way. I think it's almost they're almost saying like down down to like the letter that he's like uh-huh. that he's getting in this like uh-huh. oh if you tell this or you say something uh-huh. you could die and then he ends up okay. like literally making a whole movie about it. it's like well we told you about so, this gave you the warning okay so maybe it was one of those things he was too popular for them to do anything about it. Yeah, and they're just stuck with this because because th- I'm sure that this was all out like this movie is coming. Uh huh. But like I know Tom Cruise's agent would have stopped him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's true. If if it was something, I don't know. Like the, the there might be other things that were people read into it because it really should be a story about a guy and his wife and the imaginations of fidelity and infidelity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then somehow along the way it became about, whoa, whoa, whoa who are these people though? <laughs> like, and they're in positions of power. So it becomes, comes this whole other story. Well, that's what made it so dope when I uh, was doing research on it too, was mm-hmm. they were saying that they put you in this sex world slowly. Mm-hmm. So it starts off, you know, in the beginning, you're already seeing sexual things. Yes. And then, you know, you see all of them kind of going into infidelity with the party. Yeah. And then he like slowly goes through all of these things. So he gets to this big boom uh-huh. of just being in this place he's not supposed to be in. Uh-huh. And kind of. It's, it's like uh, by the time you get to this point, mm-hmm. it's, your head is already into that. It's okay. not like it doesn't shock you as hard. OK. It They do ease you into this. It, okay. The only thing that's shocking about it is how scary it is, not how sexual it is. Interesting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It's, it's, it feels more like what this feels dangerous. It's sexy, but it's dangerous. Yeah. Where he wasn't really going to danger. He uh-huh. was going through a lot of things, trying to figure out how he was going to re- get revenge sexually. Okay. Because I, I do think like if there were any conspiracy, it would be like a normalization of this. Like yeah. I think anybody who's in a position of power who would fear this movie also kind of wants a populace that's more into this kind of crazy stuff. Yeah. So there might they might have let it go for that. They might think that most people dance to the music but don't listen to the lyrics. Right. So they think this is just, oh, this is just the movie about the kinky sex cult thing. Yeah. Like, but. <laughs> <laughs> Mind in the gutter, right? <laughs> so <laughs> maybe they let it go under that because... Like, like they had a conversation like Apocalypse Now is not really an anti-war movie because yeah. you watch an entire movie with explosions, all things, even though he says at the end, oh, it's an anti-war movie. Is it really an anti-war movie? Right. Right. So that could be one of those kind of things. And yeah. I think a lot of Kubrick films are like that. Yeah. Where you might lose the nuance of what's actually going on. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get to some of his. So maybe he did, but I don't. It like did Kubrick die of natural causes? I don't I don't remember how he died. They said it. he died in his sleep of a heart attack. A heart attack? March seventh, nineteen ninety nine. Nineteen ninety nine. Um see I don't know if you know we sl- you know, slip someone something that make it you know, seem like it was a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Um, they won't read up on a talk screen or some stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. usually when they do a talk screen, they don't usually test for everything, just mm-hmm. the normal stuff. Mm-hmm. It takes a while to get the talk screen back. I mean, there's a lot of conspiracies, you know what I'm saying, where you know, maybe this person really didn't have a heart attack, you know, but he was at the age of a 70, you know, I mean, mm. the tension of doing this movie. Because, well, this was two years of production yeah, work right here. Yeah, 99 takes. 
and you're just like a director you're so focused on you know every day trying to get this movie right mm-hmm. two years maybe put a strain oh, yeah, on him stressful. or something you know yeah, yeah yeah especially if you're Kubrick yeah so he's I mean, already a stressed guy uh, yeah so I mean maybe that could be a part of it maybe it could be a little bit of both <clears throat> but I don't I don't know officially I don't think I don't have any proof that yeah. they killed Kubrick yeah but if they did, you were in trouble, man. But <laughs> but in terms of like, do I think it happened? I don't th- like. I know, dude. Ross Charles are probably watching this movie yeah. as a joke. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, or anyone like that. So I don't. I don't think so. That's that's how I'm gonna end it. What about you, Buck? Yeah. So uh, you have any parting thoughts? Not really. I mean, this mm. was just a suspenseful, erotic movie. Uh-huh. Uh, great music because it perfectly heightens your paranoia and hysteria. Mm-hmm. Like at the right moment, you know, during those scenes of like disbelief. Mm-hmm. Um, this I thought it was crazy. With well, this movie, you know, it's like a two and a half hour movie, right? Two yeah. Hours, 45 minutes. Yeah. It only spans like, I think, two to three days. That's and true. So all this information, mm-hmm. all this scenes, you know, of like Bill and Alice and all these, you know, different uh chapters it's, it's crazy how fast-paced it is because it only takes place in two to three days and it spans like two and a mm-hmm. half hours mm-hmm. um so yeah so um i heard about this movie i never watched it um i was told we we're going to do a review on it so i watched it like last night mm-hmm. so i can get like it'll be a fresh take you know so right. it was still in my mind and uh yeah uh, i watched this movie and it was more than just like the sex you know it was like um like the character development of, of Bill, you know, and him trying to get over like the dream that his wife had, you know, it, like him going through these stages of life, you know, yeah. like, and uh, like his wife, you know, how like, you know, denying, you know, um, advances, you know, this movie was really intelligent you know, a lot mm-hmm. of stuff going on in this movie. And so, yes, um, for anyone watch uh, listening to this, it's not just a movie about sex. There's a lot more than that. Um, the sex part is only like a couple minutes, like the like the big party scene, but yeah, this movie it's it's a really good movie. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's something you know, I'm, I'm glad we really covered it. It's a lot of things that uh, we to talk about, but uh, yeah, this was really well done. Yeah, great cast. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they must have stuck through. Uh, uh, they stuck through it. If you know, if you're telling me there was like 100 takes just for opening the door, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. And uh just my final thoughts. Uh uh one of my favorite movies ever. Um really good. Um I I like the way it's shot. I like mm-hmm. the way it's lit. Mm-hmm. I like just like all the minor details. Uh Stanley does a lot of small detail things, you yes. know. It just uh r- everything is pay attention to detail with him. Like, um Oh, sorry. No, I was going to say it was Tom Cruise. He really acted very well in this movie. You were like, he put the soul. I mean, in my, in my, uh, uh, I really thought he kind of put it over the top. You know, mm-hmm. he's pretty good. I thought he was an okay actor. He was, yeah. I think of him as like an action star, right? Mm-hmm. I want to be an action star mm-hmm. for being as tall, as short as he is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But with his, he kind of uses acting chops in this movie, you know? It's, mm-hmm. and like his, you know, progression through this movie, it, he did very well acting this. Yeah, I liked how awkward he was mm-hmm. at times, but how, charismatic he can be yeah as well and i like the dynamic between uh him and nicole kidman uh they they really stood out uh also uh i you guys i we didn't do this consciously but i think it's dope that this movie came out in 99 Mm -hmm. and 
us came out in 2019. Wow. So that's, I think that's kind of cool that we have. <laughs> this is a 20-year 20 20 difference. Yeah. Uh, and showing how good, you know, cinema's been to us. Because these are two mm-hmm. really good movies. Yes. So that's all I have to say. Yeah, you could probably got some, like, you know, people that were... Uh, you know, getting it on while watching this movie, right? The baby's now like 20 years old. Of course, man. Of course. Of course. <laughs> and the babies are probably watching this movie. You know, we're going to have their oh, babies. Oh, my goodness. All right. I'm just hoping my son don't find this too young. Oh, no, 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 no. Let's, uh, let's not do that. He's like, Daddy, what's this in your DVD oh, collection? No, no, Let me no. pop it's, it in. Um, it's, what's his it's, eyes uh, wide it's shut? Ma- it's math problems, son. It's uh, grown-up math problems. Okay, well, you'll understand when you're a grown-up. Okay. <laughs> All right. I think with uh, that note, We'll uh, we'll end it from there. Yeah. Um. Next week we should be doing some very interesting things. Yes. All right. More interesting than eyes wide shut, man. This is pretty interesting right here. <laughs> All right. Yep. Good night. This. Good night, everybody. <laughs>